Thank you for joining us for Married at First Sight Reunion Part 2. We really only needed a reunion part one, but here we are. We start right where we left off with Alexis and Justin arguing. Can we just clarify that Alexis definitely went to Justin's house in the middle of the night? I think Alexis has lost a lot of credibility. If you were to not immediately take her first word, I wouldn't knock you on it. I almost feel like Alexis and Justin, I I hate saying lie, but definitely don't tell the truth on certain things. They're both telling like half truths. It's amazing that they were both present for this, but their stories are completely different. In just about every single segment. I, I don't, are they both then like compulsive liars or are they just sort of, maybe that's how life's been for them. So for them, this is like normal. I wouldn't say compulsive liars. I feel like they both just don't tell the whole truth. And now I'm wondering if maybe more so Justin than Alexis. Throughout these reunions, out of everyone on the cast, Justin might have had the worst takes. Not only that, but Justin's personality was so different than what I thought it was from the show. From when he first presented himself. Small rant. I feel like everyone in their natural skin, their natural talking form among everyone, I feel like everyone was knocked down a couple pegs for me. The only people that were kind of themselves and who I thought they were were Mitch and maybe Miguel. Miguel was really, we didn't get into anything with him. But yeah, I feel like everyone else was, their true selves were a little bit different than their edited versions, I guess. Long story short. Right. Now that they know their show's over and they don't have to sort of sell their best selves to us. I did like when Justin's brother and Alexis' sister joined the stage. They both were very honest, very open about their thoughts. Justin's brother says that he was not ready for marriage. And Alexis' sister said that she was worried about her sister's spiciness but points out that Justin was a lot more hot-headed than she realized. It's interesting that Justin's brother was absolutely correct. He knows his brother better than any one of us. And when he said, I don't feel like you're ready, I think he was right. And now looking back, not only is he right, but the reaction that he got from Justin and how, I mean, they can you imagine how many times they have gone through this? And those emotions continued on through the story of the marriage. Every day. Kevin, he's doing the best he can with what he's got. I'm sure he has an earpiece in. People are talking to him constantly about how to ask questions, what to ask. So his hands are probably tied. But on multiple occasions, I just hated how we would segue out of nowhere or not follow up on things. Or follow too much up on things. One example was... Something between Nate and Justin, and then Justin reacted in a way that was definitely like, I don't want to talk about this. And then Kevin's like, let's move on. Yeah, I'm like, no, let's let's stay here. Kevin says, for those of you who don't know, Justin's dog bit Alexis's dog. We all know. We've seen it replayed a hundred times. We It's the basis of this relationship crumbling. Hey, when it first happened, I actually missed the part where when they showed us the replay, Justin says, Oh, man. He said it like so quietly and sad. sad. Oh, man, you bit a dog. Justin's brother was not impressed by what Justin did by giving Maya away. He says that is an important part of his family and it might not have been the best decision. 
He knew that Justin would grow to be resentful towards Alexis. Alexis says that she wasn't upset about the dog situation when it happened. What made her upset is everything she found out after, which I can understand that. I don't fully believe that because obviously a lot of things were said and how she acted, but... I can see what she's saying as far as I didn't know Maya had an aggression issue with dogs. When they talked about this, Justin probably said, oh, Maya, she's the nicest dog ever. Oh, she's my baby. No issues. Definitely edited out the uh, incidents. Do you feel, okay, devil's advocate, devil's advocate. I guess you, you kind of want to trust this person, right? As a, as a, this is your new partner and as a, dog owner do you sort of have to poke and prod and say has your dog been around other dogs do they hang out with other dogs i think that i would have done the same thing as alexis and assume that if you didn't tell me anything that there has been no incidents honestly i'm trying to play devil's advocate but i would do the same thing like if you (laughs) tell me your dog's cool okay i'll believe you i still wish that she knew how to introduce her dog though have him on leash neutral ground the, no but, one looked up anything. But notice the difference where Alexis knew her dog would be fine. So she's like, yeah, whatever, Newton, go play. <sighs> Whereas Justin had Maya like on a leash kind of like the whole time. Yeah. So he knew. But it just wasn't enough. We found out that Maya's back home. They did a real long road trip from Colorado. So we were really wrong when we thought Oregon. <laughs> Alexis' sister said something I fully agree with. She talks about how they on the surface are very similar, but their main character is very different. And I hate that the experts did this. I hate that the experts, quote ear fingers, couldn't see that it was very surface level. But do you think some folks alter who they sell? You know, they're trying they're trying to get on the show and be chosen to, you know, someone's going to be found for them. Absolutely, because we also see that mentioned with Mitch, how they never saw the other side of him. And of course he won't, and people will say whatever they need to say. Morgan said she had a degree. Like, everyone is lying to a certain extent. You're filling out this questionnaire, which we know you can lie on, Morgan. And then you meet with an expert maybe a couple times, maybe. Maybe for an hour or two. I don't even know. I'm not even convinced they ever meet an expert. (laughs) So then... You can present your best self at that moment in time, and you don't see all these deep issues that we all have inside of us. Up next is Girls Talk. I don't know why this section bothered me a bit. It was like, no matter what was brought up, what was said, you were going to gas up your girl. And I get it, and that's nice, and I love a sisterhood. There's something, a bond between women is very special. But I don't, I haven't been able to pinpoint why it bothered me. Do you feel like you want to see it from both ends, or the fact that it was the sisterhood buggy, or the fact that like there's not like a boy time or a boy's talk? I think what bothered me most... Not necessarily the gassing up. I think I just picked up on that a lot, but maybe more the fact that their entire segment was about putting down their partners and putting down other people's partners as to where we cut to the guys. I mean, they're not going to shit on the girls. They're not going to talk about how horrible a certain wife is, or at least it didn't happen much. It was almost something out of the movies where you say, no, girl, he's terrible. Oh, you're a queen. You're fine, girl. Yeah, fuck him. I just, yeah. There's a few 
times this episode where I thought, man, if these roles were reversed, if the men, this was coming as far out of as their the com- mouth. As far as the comments that are being made. Yes, that it would be not accepted. We'd be having a fit. So I don't love that the girls just get away with it, I guess. There's a group chat. Everyone's in it. It's called The Sister Wives. Shout out the other show we cover. <laughs> wow, that was a weird, you know, mix in there. Yeah, there's, <laughs> I don't see a lot of crossover in these two shows. And we find out that Morgan was still all up in the business, even after she left the show. To an extent, I could imagine some of these folks are fans. Even though someone is divorced, I could see sort of how you'd be, you'd want to still be a part of that in some way. Like just what's going on in folks day to day or what are they experiencing that in a a sad way you're not experiencing anymore from Morgan's standpoint. Sidebar, Morgan annoyed the crap out of me. I had an opinion on everything. Had so much relationship advice. No, you quit like week two. Stop. You know, we were sitting down. And I said, why is Morgan talking so much? She was on this show for two weeks. So I actually do need to apologize. I think before I mentioned that Ben kept talking about healing and working on himself. And I felt like Morgan never mentioned that. And I felt like that was almost also a not an attack on Ben, but basically putting it out there that he needs to work on himself. Like he's fucked up. Like, look, <laughs> look at me. Like I'm straight, but she actually does mention in this episode that she does have a therapist or is talking to someone, but that's as far as she goes. True. She doesn't say I regret this or I could have handled this differently. Her just saying, Oh, I have a therapist. Isn't enough to me when Ben is still sitting there apologizing and taking all the blame. I guess the way I saw it was, You're at least admitting that there is something you hack on. Yes, we will take anything at this point. All right. So one thing we will a little bit deep dive on. Alexa says that Morgan came to her first. They were having a talk. Morgan was pouring her heart out. And Alexis felt that she had the answers that Morgan needed. Okay. Okay. No, no, no. I've been saying this from the beginning. Why can't Ben talk to his friends? Even if they're new friends, part of the experience. Or is this in this moment in time, that's what Morgan's doing? Yes. She said, oh, no, you need to talk to other people. But she's the one running to Alexis. Alexis did not go to Morgan. She ended this whole relationship, this experience, did not give this man a chance for something that she herself was doing. Alexis says she does not feel bad that it was the truth. She words it as, and I don't like how she uses this because I feel like you can say this for any statement you make is uh at the end of the day i was trying to look out for my girl i'm like i feel like alexis uses that a lot and it could be used for good ways and bad ways <laughs> and i always get that you like, are I, punch, gonna... I punch these people in the face but i was just protecting my girl <laughs> i mean understandable <laughs> like okay i get it but your girl was safe and you beat up like five more people like <laughs> calm down then we cut to Kristen, and it's all about what Kristen had to go through what a horrible person mitch is and what a saint Kristen is Lindy's gassing her up, and Stasha says that Mitch was on her shit list from day one. I don't get how... Where did that come from? Because they barely interacted. He didn't tell Kristen, like, I'm not that into you until at least, like, day three, four? (laughs) Like, how... Immediately? I Well, they met at the airport. They... Maybe it was an energy thing. Like, I don't think I'm gonna like you. Like, you just... You're making, you know, when you see people when you're out and about and they make weird comments about basic things and you're like, wow, I would never be friends yes. with that person. Maybe that's, that's the vibe. Exactly. She got. 
So there was something there. And then she decided that every time that she greets Mitch, she is going to call him a bitch. Now, I'm going to directly correlate this to what I just said. If these roles were reversed and a male was telling a female any name out of their name, that would not be accepted. When I tell you that people dropped a few pegs seeing how they reacted on the reunion, Stasha is a big one for me. I think, and okay, in some ways, Mitch, you got to tell someone not on the show before any of this, like, yo, don't call me that. Like, that's not cool. That's it. You end it. I didn't think he wanted to put those vibes out there. I think he wanted to just all roll sure. the punches. But, Let's but, go. But, but everyone else, Kristen. You should not be okay with someone calling your yeah, man a bitch. Absolutely. The He's fact like, hey, that you it was, allow it. was funny. It. Ha, ha, ha. Okay, let, like, we're chilling. The thing on maths, at least for me if I was on maths, I'm constantly going to watch how you react to situations, how you deal with them. And if someone is calling me out of my name and you don't do anything, I don't have much respect for you. And some way, do you think Mitch was feeling that? Yeah. It's almost like this is supposed to be my partner. The person has my back and this person's over here calling me a bitch. In the most basic way, you can't have my back. Mm-hmm. Kristen says there were so many times where she wanted someone to call Mitch a bitch and tell him that he could be doing more. These ladies were the only ones that did that for me. I that's it's weird. It's a weird vibe that you need people to do that for you. So he mentioned that these reunions and all these modified scenes that were cut really do make some folks look a bit differently. Yeah. Like Stasha, mm-hmm. little moments of Kristen that we saw when how she interacts with Mitch. Yeah. And he might think like you blow things out of proportion or something of that fact. I could see why maybe he would be unattractive. Like maybe, okay, everyone's got quirks and maybe Kristen had quirks that they just didn't show for us on TV. And he's like, Mitch like really bugged him. I don't know. I feel like Mitch may have been picked on a lot in their relationship. Whereas I feel like there's two sides. There's always two sides to everything. Man, and I was so against Mitch. But as this goes on and as we see his reasonings for it and seeing how he was treated, I give him more leeway. I mean, he did not lead Kristen on. He never, I mean, he was, did not go about things well. But at the same time, he was always really honest and he was treated pretty shittily by the women and it sucks. I just think through the last few episodes, I have gained a little bit of my respect back from it. Where does Lindy's hate for Mitch come from? Was there, it must have been from an interaction between uh, Lindy and Kristen, because I have, that looks a little too powerful. Well, I think it's probably the same reason why Stasha says immediately she didn't like him. Some comments need, I don't know, you know, his quirks are pretty intense, so probably something like that. Then we cut to a middle of the show James Allen commercial. We could not have a reunion without it. I'm surprised no one repurposed with a ring that they got from jamesallen.com where you can customize your own ring, cut, size, clarity, color. jamesallen.com. Three steps, one, two, three. So what I got from this more than it being a commercial is do the women design their rings and the guys say, yes, okay. This was weird. Do, are the guys involved at all? Because I was under the impression that the guys created, designed, whatever, in their three easy steps, the ring for their wife. I didn't realize that the women designed their rings. Do they design a few and like, hey, your wife says she's into this kind of oh, stuff. Oh, maybe. So pick an, out of the three, the one on the left, pick that one. <laughs> you know, like... <laughs> 
That is weird. I know. I didn't think it was done that way, but it's probably good. So the person isn't like, I hate this ring. But Kristen kept the ring. She moved it. So they get, to, they get to keep him. Yeah, they want to take him back. I couldn't be, see them. That would be kind of... What if they know, just recycle them be, through the math seasons? kind of weird. <laughs> they just resize hey, them. I need that back. But it's got my skin on it. <laughs> <laughs> we cut to Lindy. And we're seeing a replay of her emotional moments. And she is really trying to sell us on her fairy tale. She says that Miguel was never controlling. Everything was her fault. She, it was just how she reacted. And this is not healthy. The way he reacted, even if edited, is not okay. For example, you don't talk to me that way, ever. Does not matter the context. Like, Do no, not. No, 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 we don't play that here. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it, I don't like it. It feels not good. We have a cute scene, I will say, of Stasha, Kristen, and Luna. Then we get to see Luna with Nate and Stasha in the time that they took care of her. Now, controversial opinion. I'm just throwing this out there sure. as someone that does not have a child sure, either. Sure. And knows they are not ready for a child. Can you be ready for a child if you cannot pick up dog poop? I personally don't think so. I'm also not a parent. Don't come at me. These are just my opinions. But everyone does say it's different when it's your kid. Like you didn't birth that dog. But to a lot of folks, their dog is their child. But those people don't have problems picking up poop. That's interesting. Sasha said that Nate took care of Luna like 80 to 90 percent. 90%. Yeah. So again, why? I don't know. It just feels like you, it's you, like a full court press on Nate when really maybe let's do some self-reflection. But there's there's a deeper thought there of are we just going to have kids for the idea of having kids, but you don't actually nourish that, you know, raising them? And Well, as long as they're quiet and clean and stay out of her way, it's okay. It's not going to work. <laughs> it's not going to work out that way. It's going to be really interesting when they do have kids, if they have kids. Also, it's not my business to say if someone's ready or not ready. No one's ever ready, but it just, it caught oh, my no. ear. This is, this is a show for entertainment. <laughs> it's okay. We move on to asking the group of girls about Justin and Alexis. Kevin asks them how they feel about an emotional man. Now, we don't use Justin by name. We don't talk about Justin at all. We said, how do you feel about an emotional man? So Morgan says she has her opinion on Justin for obvious reasons, but she could not handle an emotional man. She says, I don't know how Alexis did it. Dear God, you're an amazing wife. Morgan is an awkward duckling. She's super awkward. As a fellow awkward duck, I see it radiating out of her. It's no one said Justin's name. Stasha, of all people, girl, this response. It's good for a man to be in touch with their emotions, but I feel like he is just not stable. Again, we did not ask about Justin specifically. And two, you were begging Nate to cry. She's like, Nate, you need to give me something. Well, Justin's trying to give it all. And, and he's you don't like push, it. He's getting pushed back. <laughs> snip, snap, snip, snap. <laughs> then we have the men talk. Kevin asks if they all still hang out. And Justin pipes right up with uh, the four of us do, meaning all of us but Nate. Okay, <laughs> thanks. Was, We're just going to be sassy for no so reason. quick with that, too. For no reason. And Nate, the shots I have of Nate, he's just like quietly just sitting there. <laughs> Kevin says, let's move on. And this is where I was like, no, no, no. Let's right. let's stay here. This is another example of Kevin. I know you feel the energy, but I need some closure on this. You need to ask the question. I don't, just need a reason at least. Give me on. something. Why is this show leaving things open like that? For again, so we don't even. 
We don't even know why I've been in Morgan. We don't know why they hate each other with Nate and Justin. Give me something. So why wouldn't uh, Kevin just say, oh, Nate, why don't you hang out with the boys more? Or, hey, boys, why don't you hang out with Nate? Yeah, get me those details. They would be like, fuck all these bitches. <laughs> then the weirdest conversation spiraled. Kevin thinks that Ben and Morgan could have worked if they just had sex sooner. Who says that? Why would that be a is correlation? This, is this like a pre-made segment that Kevin just had to walk through? Because no, no. I just don't see the rationale, I guess. Then we get an odd crying compilation of Justin, which led to nothing. That was throwing a lot of shade. It was. It was not needed. It didn't reflect anything. Then the experts joined the stage and... We had to cover everything we had already covered, not only in this season, but in Reunion 1 and so far in Reunion Part 2. So it was just not needed. And then, I mean, I won't go on too much, but the fact that we now have to have a whole segment with the experts that we never saw, not really needed. We had more advice and therapy and guidance now on the reunion for all these divorced couples than we did the entire season. End rant. (laughs) I talked to you about this, I think, in our second watch of the episode. I feel like they need to, and I don't know if they do this now, but I feel like they need to have therapists or marriage counselors or folks available to them while the show's going on, even though in some ways I say that, but that's a bit weird because in marriage, you don't, you don't really have that in the beginning, which is, but, but then in this experiment, you're sort of trying to put people in this crazy, intense situation where you probably need to give them a lot of help. Exactly. Yeah, so having professionals available to them would kind of lighten the low because it feels like a lot of mass mafia or the mass family really take shots that it almost seems like these experts are never around. They need to at least tell us or show us a clip of... They don't even need to show us what they talk about, just a clip of them talking. Or even in a case of Morgan and Ben, either you were to get in that situation so fast that maybe you could help them recover or... You could guide people in a way that is a healthy split. Yeah. So in this conversation, we start with Mitch. And I am proud of him here. He takes a a lot of responsibility. He talks about how much he dropped the ball, how he reacted negatively, how he was spiraling himself. Good to take responsibility. I think of everyone, he himself watching this back, he will take the most out of it. I don't think he'll make excuses for his own behavior. I was surprised to hear that for the most part, almost everyone that was broken up has not started dating. But I, Mitch Mitch and uh, Ben especially, it almost seemed like they, they're sort of going through a healing process. They're scarred. But nah, at the same time, we see on the next time on when Mitch says, I've asked girls out. They didn't say yes. <laughs> so we'll see. As Kristen is sitting next to Morgan, she talks about how proud she is that she didn't throw in the towel at the first conflict. Am I the only one reading into that? Maybe. Little shots fired, probably unintentionally. And then this is where Morgan talks about how she's working on her reactivity, which is great. That's exactly what she needs. Don't react only emotionally, but try to work on the logic side as well. So if they didn't have that issue, do you think Morgan and Ben could have worked out? Mm, the issue being her reacting emotionally the majority of the time. I guess even in the root, if Ben had never had a problem with the way what went down. I mean, if that never happened, it would just be something else. So if she didn't react the way she did, 
Sure, it would have worked. I think because then that's a main like personality trait of hers. Mm -hmm. So, but if it wasn't that, it'd be something else. There's no way to avoid it. No, that's good. That's a good take. I did find it really interesting how Kristen described viewing the wedding. She said it was a beautiful day for her. And it's a completely different view seeing it back because Mitch just had so much difference in opinion. And Morgan clarifies, she could not give Ben any more grace. Thank you. You're really sticking to that. I feel like out of any argument in this season or as far as folks getting on each other, Morgan on Ben had the biggest impact on someone's mental state that I may have seen on the show. Yeah. We have more time with Alexis and Justin. And Alexis reveals that Justin asked her not to tell jokes anymore. Now, that's a very broad statement to what was really said. According to Justin, so take things with a grain of salt, but Justin says that he asked Alexis not to roast him in public, which I feel like is very understandable. Roasting him in public about sexy time? I got all of it. Oh, you got ED. He can't last long when it does happen. I mean, yeah, understandable. Let's not roast a partner in public. It's interesting because the issue was probably that Alexis agreed, but then Justin watched back the tape and she was basically just going in on him. Yeah, not good. Another theme this episode was everyone trying to force Alexis and Justin on each other. They don't want to be together. Just end it. It is weird that they have to, are you sure, sure? Are you really, really sure? Yeah, and then... We're fucking like 30. We're all adults. Yeah, I'm fucking sure. Stop asking me. And then Pastor Cal saying that he doesn't believe that they gave it enough time. Well, it doesn't matter because it's over. They're divorced. It's also interesting coming out of someone that's on a show that just gives people two months to be married. Then we have another group talk. Girls are still writing for each other. That's fine. I didn't love the gang up on Mitch. We replay the shirt incident. Everyone's ganging up on him. Mitch admits he is wrong again, says he's overreacted, takes full responsibility. We love to see it. And now we bring up the bitch nickname. Find out that Stasha started it. She says it with a smile and says it rhymes. Mitch says it did surprise him and it did hurt a little bit. Then Stasha gives the shittiest apology you possibly could when she hears this. She says that she's sorry if she hurt his feelings. But he just said you hurt his feelings. So to me, that takes no responsibility. That apology is shit. You didn't mean any of it. Because what you should have said was, I'm sorry that I hurt your feelings. I didn't catch this on the initial watch. You pointed it out to me like, look at what you just fucking said. It doesn't mean anything. That would mean nothing to me. Yeah, it's, it's not an honest apology. The club situation is brought up again between Alexis and Justin. And I'm still pretty much on Alexis' side here. I was, I know I kind of go back and forth and I have been all season, but. Honestly, me too. I, it's two hours. It's two hang hours. Out. And she said it wasn't always the club. And I believe her. Like, I don't care if you're going to the bar, the club, the library. It's two hours out of the weekend. I understand why he is insecure. She's not really giving him the attention that he wants. Sure. He doesn't know what's going to happen, but she invited him. It didn't always have to be the club. We can go do something else or you can stay home and I go out, whatever. And it was only two hours. I I don't think it's bad. Mind you, these people are around each other, especially if they're working remote. I I don't 
Things I think some of them do, some of them don't. But you are with this person all the time, all hours, the whole week. Two hours is nothing. I do love that she said she played video games with them. She was looking up cheat codes. Me and Leon are gamers. We have date nights where you play video games together, get food, hang out. But that's what we love. If she doesn't want to do that all the time, she doesn't have to. Sure. Okay, I have a really sassy note, but I'll tell you guys. Because sometimes I'll write comments. Like, I don't always do just quotes, but I'll write, like, comments being like, that's stupid. So you're like, this is a little too spicy for the yeah. pot. Can't. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm going to say this one. There was a reel of Morgan, Ben, talking to everyone, the incident. But then we cut to Lindy in an interview saying that Ben is just in a different place in his life and figuring out himself and what he needs to do. And that's not the place you want to be in when you're starting a marriage. Like, just figure it out, bro. So I feel like she's calling him immature. He doesn't know what he's doing. He's figuring his life out. He's not ready to be married. And all I wrote was, figure out your insurance, bro. Yeah, bro. You work at a hospital, bro. (laughs) Bro, call up HR. Get it done. I don't even know. Is that you call? I just have a generic email <laughs> that I email. That's, uh, yeah, it'd be benefits. Yeah, yeah they, benefits. They, there you go. put you in contact with the right people. Figure it out, bro. <laughs> we move on to Justin and Alexis talking about untruths. Nate pipes in and says, I understand a little bit more now. <laughs> but I don't understand why Nate and Justin have to keep piping in on each other. It got to a point where it was, as a viewer, it was getting annoying I don't know if you needed to take these folks backstage and say, hey, you need to calm the fuck down. Like, we just need to finish recording this. No, because everyone likes it. The only part that annoys me is I don't know what's going on. It's almost like there's background stuff going on that they just didn't show you. And I want to know. And then at this point, Kevin stopped the whole show to say, Justin, is there anything you need to apologize for? And I was so confused. I don't we were just shit talking with Nate. So what are we doing? He starts apologizing for not taking Alexis's feelings into consideration. And I don't know why he and no one else has to apologize in front of everyone. It, is it editing? Is it bad cuts? Did other people apologize? It apolo- has to be, right? Did, did they go in a circle and like, does anyone want to apologize for yeah, anything? M- Miguel. Justin. Justin. <laughs> you want to say something? You know, for all we know, Justin might have asked Kevin like, hey, man, I do want to apologize. So can you like... Give me, give, give, me, give me a signal, bro. Give me the bird call. And he's like, Justin, you want to say something? <laughs> Nate interrupts and says, you got to work on your lies, bro. And Justin says, man, shut up. Show ends with reflection, what they learned and what their favorite parts were. Now what I'm actually excited about, and I didn't think I would be, but the next time on, we have a where are they now? And it seems like it's almost another couples retreat. The main thing that I'm very much so looking forward to is Stasha and Nate. I I called it. You called this, I think it was basically when we got the previews for the reunions. Yeah. You called this from the jump. The, run it back because I said if they don't fix it right here, they're done. And oh, I thought you said, you, they, you said they were basically halfway They were halfway there. to divorce. They were halfway there. Yes. And we see it when Stasha sits her mom down and says, I have asked Nate for a separation. Now I need to know if she kicked him out. How did that go down? Because I, you said you would never do that. Sitting down, watching this, I thought it was more of, the way she worded it to her mom was more of, I asked him for a break. Yeah. That's how I took it. Right. Okay. So I'm, I'm mostly looking forward to that. Of course, I want updates on everyone, but I need to know because I called that back. There's Unless she can just chill a little bit, 
I honestly think the interactions we'll get from everyone else is just going to be a lot of apologizing for your actions on the show, which is probably be weird. But I'm looking forward to hearing like what happened, like what type of girls are Mitch asking out and they're saying, no, thank you. Do I get details on that? I he want to ask get- somebody out with clean feet and they <laughs> said, nah, <laughs> with dirty nah. feet and they, she didn't even want him. Nah, nah, nah. He said he, he asked out the wrong girl. <laughs> And then I'm also looking forward to Kristen asking her date their opinion on single-use plastics. <laughs> I, I don't know. I feel like, okay, that was for the cameras. I hope Kristen is not as awkward in person in her other dates because <laughs> I feel like I can sense where Kristen could be really awkward. I know. And someone could be turned off and like, um, <laughs> I think I need to go. Hey, no. who isn't awkward? I know, I know. We're all awkward ducks. I know. All right. Thank you all recently for your awesome reviews. We had a nice jump in them. I really appreciate you guys. And it's been great. We've had a lot of growth recently. And it's cool to see nice positive reviews come in and awesome interactions. And so thank you guys so much. I have one ask of you guys. Please send your good vibes, your good energy, whatever you believe in to Leon. He has his surgery tomorrow. And so we'll be on the road to recovery after that. So... All the good vibes, if you can. Yeah, thank you all for supporting so far. Thank you for all the old listeners, new listeners. Uh, if you're on Twitter, please hit us up at, at from the Fryer. That's where we're most active, either shit posting for the day on the shows we're watching. Fire uh, memes. Fire memes. <laughs> um, thank you all so much, really, all the reviews. We read every single review. Um, so thank you, thank you, and um, hope you keep enjoying. Take care. We'll talk to you next week. Bye.